Latin America, a land of many cultures and many styles like the salsa. The samba. Merengue. And of course, the tango. It's an area made up of 20 countries, 14 territories, three continents, plus the Caribbean, about 652 million people, and as of November 2019, one office of the Public Relations and Communications Association. Today on Stories and Strategies, we speak with the director of the PRCA in Buenos Aires. Obviously, there's a lot to be learned from getting in step with communication strategies in Latin America. My name is Doug Downs. My guest today is Isabel Aerosmith, joining us from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Hola, Isabel. Hi, Doug. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, I'm glad you could join join me. Um, so it's November as you and I record. Uh, I'm in the midst of fall up here in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, we've had one snowfall. I see a bit of grass out there, though. Uh, we're actually having a warm fall. How is Buenos Aires in the spring? It is about 28 degrees here today, so pretty beautiful. It's um, You have the, a beautiful juxtaposition of uh, kind of like a concrete jungle almost. So there's a lot of glass and concrete buildings with all the sunlight bleeding through. So it's a pretty beautiful place to be. Wonderful. Isabel, uh, you're in Argentina uh, as uh, the PRCA, Public Relations and Communications Association, the largest communications association in the world by membership, is opening a new office in Latin America. Buenos Aires is the chosen spot. Isabel, you've been with the PRCA for about six years. Mixed in with your background, you studied archaeology and anthropology at the University of Bristol. So how does one go from studying to be Indiana Jones to opening up the new PRCA <laughs> office in Latin America? Yeah, it's an odd switch, isn't it? Um, I think the um, the principles of why we are, who we are, the sort of learned behaviours, the ways in which our mind gets us from point A to point B, always fascinated me. So I think the anthropological side of the degree kind of put me in good stead for um, for working in PR. But um, but as you mentioned, yeah, so we, we moved out to Buenos Aires in November of last year, actually, this around this time last year. Uh, 2019. 2019, exactly. We had the London office since 1969, so just over 50 years. And then Dubai, we've had for five, covering Middle East and North Africa. Singapore for three, covering Southeast Asia. And now over here in my beautiful Latin America. And I want so much to learn more about it. Um, most of the listenership we've earned for this podcast, admittedly, is in uh, North America, uh, United States and Canada, and the UK. Uh, and then we have some listenership, various parts of the world, including uh, Australasia, Australia, New Zealand, uh, different parts of Asia, uh, in Africa. Uh, I think most, like me, don't know very much about the PR practice in Latin America. So what can you tell us, just in a macro way, about communication strategies throughout these very diversified 20 countries in Latin America? 
Yeah, very diversified indeed. Uh, I would suggest that the the way in which we practice PR is not so different from um, our friends over there in North America. Um, it's a very amiable industry, incredibly creative minds. We're extremely fortunate and blessed in our industry to have both in abundance. Um, I think a couple of differences that I've seen, one would be the adoption of technology. So unfortunately, we are somewhat behind the rest of the world in how quickly we do adapt and adopt new technologies, not only in the softwares and the platforms that we use, but also the ways in which that we actually use them. So using Twitter as much more of a, a sort of I would say more more of an, an infant way of using Twitter in terms of the marketing and the clicks to action and things like that. Um, but the second would be the actual similarities, I would say, in the way that we do business over here. So as with much of the world, we do have a bit of an issue with cross-country communication. Now, this might be between individuals in the same company or just general industry conversation. But the issue remains true and the same that, unfortunately, there just isn't a lot of conversation happening. I think globally, we need to become a lot less afraid of giving away our, our little trade secrets and focus more on actually benefiting the entire industry, because not only benefit ourselves and our businesses, but the societies in which we live and serve. So in North America and Europe, the ratio of female to male practitioners in PR is roughly the accepted statistic is either two to one, or um, I've seen some studies say it's as much as 75% with pay equity and the glass ceiling still very much being issues. Is it the same ratio uh, throughout Latin America? And what about the pay scale, pay equity and female leadership? It's quite interesting that you mentioned the 75%. So... The PRC LATAM and Provoke Media census for Latin America that was recently put out showed that 70%, 70% of practitioners are female. These results come from a huge range of countries, so Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, Mexico, Ecuador, so on. So pretty representative of LATAM. And when you begin to discuss equity, I'm really, really glad that you distinguished in the actual factor that we're looking at. So in regard to pay, the gender pay gap is a global issue and uh, one that not enough organisations are doing something about. In fact, the PRCA voluntarily released its own gender pay gap in 2016, encouraging other organisations to do the same. And in the same year, 2016, we released our gender pay gap report, which, shameless plug, is available uh, online for everyone to read for free. Um, and then thinking about female leadership, there's quite a lot here in Latin America, which is fantastic. There are some, I don't know if I can say ass, but some real kick-ass women over here. <laughs> you came on this network. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, but they're running agencies, running in-house teams, and it's up to organizations like PRCA to celebrate and support those entrepreneurial women. We even had an event recently on leadership in Latin America with some incredible women on there. It's available on the PRCA YouTube channel. So we're very, very fortunate in Latin America in a lot of ways. And strong female leadership is definitely one of them. Wonderful. Ethics is such a strong message in the PR practice today. I was fortunate to attend one of the PRCA's webinars recently made up of communications professionals in various parts of Latin America. I appreciate you enabling me to be able to attend and listen in on that. Of course. Ethics is clearly a strong identifier for them. 
But the reality is, in practice, you do still see some questionable things throughout Latin America, such as paying journalists to get earned media coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I want to start by saying ethics is a strong message. It's a loud one and it's a clear one. And, you know, we talk about how how grateful we are and how blessed we are to be in this industry, one that where ethical implications are, are extremely high. I think like everywhere in the world, there are a few things that, that can raise some eyebrows. But in regard to outright unethical behavior, it's not in abundance here in, in Latin America. I think as I mentioned before, with sort of tech adoption, we are somewhat behind the rest of the world. So I think, you know, it's you need to treat the situation in its own context um, rather than try and compare us to Europe and North America. So the issue of non-ethical behaviour so far surpasses reparations for individuals and organisations because it forces PR to take a step back in its evolution. You know, we go back just a few years and arguably fairly, we were being called spin doctors. So being able to stand united against those sorts of things is just such a wonderful journey and one that I'm incredibly proud to be part of. Tell me a bit more about the roles of earned media and social media in the communication strategies throughout Latin America. Earned media is not as big here as you find in USA, Europe, and I believe it in part comes from the fact that economic crises, political crises, social crises are somewhat of a norm here. (laughs) Um, But but what does that give us? That gives us creative talent like you wouldn't believe. Some of the most thought-provoking social media campaigns that I've ever seen, you know, some of the work that gets delivered to Cannes from Latin America each year, just truly blows me away. And I also believe it gives us new approaches and new techniques to using everyday softwares. Um, and that, coupled with the, the strong leadership, it allows individuals uh, to, to really keep their talent close to them in their organisations. And then you also mentioned social media. So we do use the same platforms, but things like paid banners on social streams, which I see a lot in Europe and in the USA, not so much used here. I think um, as anyone that's lived or worked in Latin America would agree, if you can get something done for free, then my goodness, we're going to do it for free. It resonates everywhere, that message, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> Time for a quick movie clip. This this was tough this week. We didn't want to pick a movie about Latin America by Hollywood. So we picked one of the most popular movies from Argentina, The Motorcycle Diaries, starring Mexican actor Gail Garcia Bernal, playing Ernesto Guevara, who would later become Che. A very popular movie throughout Argentina from 2004, distributed by Buena Vista International in Argentina, Pathé in the UK, and Focus Features in the United States. In this scene, a young Ernesto is traveling throughout South America by motorcycle with a friend. When he, What he sees on that journey changes him forever, the indigenous peoples, the poverty in the countryside. In the scene we're going to play, it's his birthday, and he's been encouraged by friends to give a toast. Now, this is in Spanish, of course, so I'll just give you the translation first in the hopes that you can appreciate it as you hear it if you don't speak Spanish. Even though we are too insignificant to be spokesmen for such a noble cause, we believe, and this journey has only confirmed this belief, that the division of America into unstable and illusory nations is a complete fiction. We are one single mestizo race 
from Mexico to the Magellan Straits. And so, in an attempt to free ourselves from the narrow-minded provincialism, I propose a toast to Peru and to a united America. Aunque lo exiguo de nuestras personalidades, nos impide en estos casos ser voceros de su causa. Creemos, y después de este viaje más firmemente que antes, que la división de América en nacionalidades inciertas e ilusorias es completamente ficticia. Constituimos una sola raza mestiza desde México hasta el estrecho de Magallanes. Así que tratando de librarme de cualquier carga de provincialismo, brindo por Perú y por América Unida. I was just thinking to myself as well, the toast that I'm used to is arriba, abajo, al centro, adentro, which means up, down, middle, inside. Ah. <laughs> so that was uh, a much more a much more beautiful toast than I'm used to. So that uh, no, but it's it's definitely going on my list because it sounds stunning. If if you're at the same wedding, maybe you go first and then let him go afterward. That yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay. <laughs> that uh, movie, by the way, um, filmed and produced in Latin America, it won Oscars, BAFTAs, awards from the Argentine Film Critics Association. Very successful movie. Um, we begin our communication strategies, Isabel, by identifying and understanding our key audiences. Is the psychographic different in various countries? throughout Latin America? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, anecdotally, my boss once said in passing, oh, Izzy can head up to Mexico for a couple of days, at which point I told him, well, that's a nine and a half hour flight, boss. <laughs> so you might want to send me for longer than a couple of days. Um, I think unless you've been to Latin, the sheer geography of what we're dealing with just isn't act that obvious. Um, so the psychographic differences are vast and varied and getting to grips with that, understanding the nature of individuals from different countries has been a huge challenge. You know, I think we're taught from such a young age to pick up on social cues, but then you try and do that not only in countries that you don't know, but with people you don't know in a language that you don't understand. And um, it gets um, it gets tricky, but learning it has been part of this uh, this mystical journey that we've been going on here with the PRCA. So it's been great fun. But um, yeah, I would say come and check it out for yourself. I'd love to. Um, tell me more about the things that we could learn from the PR practice in Latin America. How can we be better PR practitioners from the things that um, practitioners throughout Latin America are doing that we could learn from? For me, I think it would be the the strength in the face of fear. Um, the, you know, everything, no matter what side of the fence you sit on, everything that's going on with the US elections at the moment, I think has really shaken people. Now that happens in pretty much every country throughout Latin America. There's huge political divide. There's very, very difficult social classes to, to deal with. You know, my um, the chairman for PRC Latam, Gustavo Averbush, said the other day, most of the children are poor and most of the poor are children. And that's really, really difficult thing to think about. So 
what we find that we're doing and what we find a lot of individuals doing is really harnessing the power of the talent that they have on the ground, not really looking to outsource from other countries, focusing on training and development for individuals within companies to make sure that they stay, and also just bolstering people up who who need a lift as well. I think it, the market around in some of the world can be really cutthroat, but over here it's everyone's a friend, everyone knows each other, and I think that that comes from a place of really deep emotion. Isabel, the PRCA Latin America office is holding a virtual conference for members of the Public Relations and Communications Association. December 10th, I think, is the date that's been planned. Um, and you have some Absolutely. wonderful sessions lined up. I know there's one at least on, on brain science with the delightful Hilary mm -hmm. Scarlett from Scarlett and Gray, author of Neuroscience for Organiz Organizational Change and some other clown that thinks he's <laughs> going to speak on brain science as well. I think it's going to be an exciting session, that one. Yeah, that's behavioral science and neuroscience is the one that you and Hilary are doing. We're very excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, no, you're exactly right. It's 10th of December. We have sessions on social media metrics, leadership skills, how to work with influencers. Um, it's, it's entitled Influence in the COVID-19 Era. We're just trying to get people to a place where they can understand the world in which we're living in without having to hear speculations about the pandemic. So I put together my ideal conference and things that I want to hear about, and uh, hopefully other people will want to hear about it too. Tickets are, are all available on the PRCA website. They can just Google influence in the COVID-19 era will pop up. Tickets are less than 100 bucks for a full day of content. Can't say fairer than that, can you? <laughs> That's terrific. We're going to put a link to sign up as well uh, and get tickets in the show notes to this podcast. So Awesome. Yeah, it'd be a pleasure to see people there. Great. Uh, thank you, gracias, uh, for your time. How would I say that in Spanish? Thank you for your time. Gracias para su tiempo. Gracias para su tiempo. Sí, bueno, ay, muchísimas. Sí, that was very good. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to chatting December 10th. Thanks so much, Isabel. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. If you'd like to send a message to my guest, Isabel Aerosmith, you can email her at isabel.aerosmith at latam.prca.global. And of course, that too is in the show notes to the podcast. If you'd like to attend that December 10th webinar, just link through the PRCA's Latin American office through the address we provided in the show notes here. As always, if you liked what you heard in this podcast, we're hoping you choose to subscribe to Stories and Strategies and receive updated episodes automatically. We're also hoping you choose to follow and rate this podcast on any directory you're listening on. And would you do us a favor? As always, recommend this podcast to one friend. If you have an idea for an episode, just want to tell us something, send us a note at info at jgrcommunications.com. Gracias par... Did I say that right? Close enough. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. <laughs>